It's the color Jose from the Colors We See podcast. I have a special guest with me. What's going on, guys? It's Garrett's Archive, or AKA The Studio, and I'm here with the color Jose. All right, man. So the way I was introduced to you was, I don't even think you probably remember me at that time. I wasn't doing anything creative to be like, oh, this is who I am. H, you know, shout out to H, our city's P. Diddy, right? You know, he uh, he was doing a... Like some promo stuff for uh, a concert that he had. I can't remember which one it was exactly. I'm not sure if it was Health is Wealth or We Won Fest. But you were there. And I don't even remember like really like at that time exactly what I was doing like I'm saying. But you were there and I just saw you and I was like, man, this kid is going to do something. And years down the line, we're sitting here at the AKA studio recording this podcast, man. It seems like it's been a long journey for you. It's a... This is really like a homecoming. This is a, a like a really, uh, yeah, like a home run for you to be sitting here talking to me, man. And everyone that I know always says, hey, the two people in the city that I'm going to go talk to is Drew Shacha and Garrett. And for a matter of fact, we're sitting here talking to Garrett. Garrett, I want to know exactly how far you've come from just that time at being 15, right? Yeah, I was 15 at the time. First, how it started was I was doing concert photography for Jerry's Pizza, shooting those underground shows like Xavier Wolf, Suicide Boys, uh, Lil Peep, and stuff like that. And I was actually paying the promoter to go shoot those photos for a wait, while. Wait, wait, wait. You were paying them and they weren't paying you. Yeah, of course. I just really, I just wanted to get my foot in the door and I thought that was a great opportunity. Um, got to meet all the artists and whatnot, exchange some numbers and, you know, really get to meet some people that I, I've been wanting to meet. So I was just like, I have a camera. I'm going to go fucking do it. Like, might as well. And you were 15. They like weren't like, hey, you got to have a parent with you. And at Jerry's Pizza, everyone knows what Jerry's Pizza is and like how fucking like dense and like dinky that place is. They let you in there? Yeah, of course. I mean, the show was, it, it was wild. It, it was real sweaty. Everyone was smoking weed. Everyone was on drugs. It was like it was a weird scene. Good thing I was on stage and away from all that shit. Yeah, I bet your your parent would probably like. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna go there. So you're taking you're doing shows right there at Jerry's Pizza at 15. And amongst that time, what else were you doing? I was trying to run a clothing brand called Underground USA. Really, I learned like one year of graphic arts, and I was like, fuck it, I'm a fashion designer now. So I was doing that. You know, sold shirts around the school and whatnot, and then I put them online, and I was selling shirts like from like random ass places sometimes out of the country and that was really cool but then i moved on and started working with my friend devin madera or um now is is known as like as like bitch made dev or something like that on his on his new stuff and we were working on an adoption agency doing stuff like pop-ups yeah in bakersfield downtown um mesh co-work had a really nice place to do like a pop-up we also were doing U-Haul pop-ups. That was like a really cool thing to do. No one else was doing that around us, so felt felt weird, felt surreal to be doing that type of stuff at like 15, 16. You're 15, 16 doing these pop-up shops, starting all these brands. And at, at what point do you think, you know what? Like maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. I, I mean, you were still young at that time. Like you probably really didn't know too much about the world. You're still growing up, going through the growing pains while the pain was happening right in front of you. And I mean, all this seems like it was very successful. I mean, bro, 
like I'm 23 and I started this podcast. Like if I would have known the stuff I known back then at 18, 19, I'm pretty sure I could have accomplished more. But I mean, at one point, do you feel like, man, this is what I'm supposed to be doing? At what moment did that happen? I would say it was like probably one of the pop ups, like one of like the first successful pop ups. Shit was really hard to do. Um, we were rushing to get stuff in. We were rushing to set up like the last hour, the last minute really stressing out but like towards like the middle towards the end of the night uh we had people buying clothes and then also people had like we're just chilling they just wanted to hang out with us and so i was like holy fight this is kind of cool like we're making money we're you know selling clothes and we have people just hanging out with us and everything was just like it was just a grand old fucking time you know there was that, that was really it, but aside from that, I don't know, maybe maybe doing like merch with uh, artists and whatnot. Uh, I design and ship merch and stuff like that for certain artists. Where can, actually, what are the, some of the artists that you've worked with to do merch for that? You know, maybe if we go through like the crates, we can see some of your old merch. Where's that at? Uh, I, I would say the crates. Oh my God, that's going to that's gonna be in my garage. Just like some, I have like a crate full of, box like a, like a box full of like old clothes old shirts um you know adoption agency underground usa all the brands that i've worked with um everyone i get a bunch of free clothes from all these brands that you know i mingle with and i have a box full of stuff but some of the artists i've worked with are from like out of the state uh, dmv artists uh, i've worked with dirty shafi I've worked with um, Late Night Jiggy, well, he's another DMV artist. I did a merch deal with Chapo, so that was that was you know surreal. Um, that I think that's it so far. But those are like some like hard hitting ones. Those ones did really good. So you take this experience. So what do you do next after that? The next thing I'm gonna be doing. Uh, the next thing I did after that, I slowed down on doing designs um, because I I dropped out of school. So wait, 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 you drop out of school. At, at what age did you drop out of school? I think I was like 16, about to turn 17, convinced my parents to do online school. And um, whenever I did, you know, you know, they finally let me do it after like a month or a week. I just stopped doing all the online homework and was just doing my own thing. I, I was always telling my parents like, oh, I'm busy. I'm going to go shoot or I'm going to go do this pop up or I'm going to go set up or I'm going to go design. I have a meeting, which was, it, it's all true, but I probably could have done that stuff outside of school. I don't know. I just want to I just didn't want to fucking be there. You were just that dedicated to whatever it is that you were doing at that time. Yeah. You, you drop out of high school, probably feel like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, yeah. For a while, I was like, holy shit. Like, okay, for a while, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be making, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm moving and shaking. But after a while, you know, shit gets dry. And so I was like, holy fuck, I'm a failure. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. Like, I just dropped out of high school, um, not even doing the clothing brand stuff anymore. You know, the merch deal slowed down and whatnot. So I was just like, oh, shit, I need to do something. And then um, I got a call from my counselor telling, telling me I wouldn't graduate on time uh, if I didn't go back to school. So then I eventually had to go back to school. You went back to school? And, yeah. and while you were there, I mean, you probably had some popularity. I mean, yes and no. A amongst my circle, of course, and, you know, I was doing photos for, like, yearbook and whatnot, and I was doing um, graphic stuff, um, 
for Stockdale, like uh, in graphic arts. Um, they, you know, I, I, I did get it. I did get a little name doing some sports photography for them, and you know, just being like the main photographer. A lot of the times, I would get a hall pass to go shoot some, I don't know, some fucking tennis photos. But if I was shooting tennis photos and I wasn't in school learning about bio, like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. You didn't want to really be hitting the books. You wanted to go out there and shoot some shots, man. It, exactly. I I really couldn't, I couldn't see myself being at school, being that A-plus student. Uh, that was never me. Even, even, like, elementary, I didn't really get to see my grades all too often because you would just give, like, that slip to your parents or whatever. But I looked it up. Oh, my God. When I was older, I looked it up, and it was just, like, Ds, Cs. It was terrible. It was crazy. School just wasn't for you, man. It was about shooting. Um, So you're out of school, and you're, like, you slow down. You got this dry spill, and you're just sitting there figuring out, like, do you reach out to people? What was your next move then? My next move was just to put my head down and work, really. Uh, whatever commissions came my way, I would take them, of course. Whatever photo shoots, video stuff that came my way, I'm going to take it. Really just to keep myself working, keep my head on a swivel. Things got really slow. I, I really don't hit up that many people. Um, it's a lot of people just like, you know, reaching out to me from my re uh, previous work, which is really cool. It's like really nice to have like a, like a, like a word what do, what do you call it like a body or a portfolio it's a catalog man a catalog exactly people can you know really even till this day people send me a, a picture from a shoot that i i've done and be like i want that style and you know i deliver it like that deliver the the style the, the way that people ask for it i mean going back to those jobs what the what type of jobs that you have like just fresh out of high school i mean you probably didn't even have like really a resume at the time. It was just all the stuff that you were doing in the street. I mean, but what type of jobs were you working at? Like what, 16, 17? Uh, well, 16, 17, I didn't have like a formal job. I was just doing like making money from, you know, like ginses, shooting, designs. But fresh out of high school, uh, well, really after I, I, I started college, uh, BC, I went to BC for like a week. Uh, hated that shit, that shit was fucking awful. Uh, dropped out immediately really fast and my parents were like Gary what are you doing you just dropped out of high school you just dropped out of college uh you know you're not shooting that much you know where it's not taking up all your time so I was like oh my god I'm a fucking failure but I just put my head down and worked I started working at a few restaurants worked at Chipotle um got some experience there and then hit up um Bucky's Started working at Bucky's for a while, and then I got this opportunity. I got a call out of nowhere one day to to be a designer, uh, an architect, really, um, for this place downtown. Working with my friend's dad, doing you know like it was like I, I like architectural construction. We we did props and weird ass stuff. I I don't know how, but managed to do a prop for netflix what what show was that or what what the fuck like netflix yeah i i really have no idea the only thing that i can really say is they sent me a reference photo that was like from a christmas scene like the, this reference photo was very low res i couldn't really tell i don't know if it was a recreation of from a set or if it was like a brand new thing that they just pulled a reference out it was some random pillar um 
and I want to say it's for a Christmas show. It, who knows? You might, you guys might see it. If I see it, I'm gonna be scouring Netflix for the for the next month or two or whatever, um, looking at all the goddamn Christmas movies, trying to find that shit because it, it's there somewhere. Um, also doing um, doing like designs for a fire station in Arizona. Some weird weird jobs. Some of these like new uh, properties over here around Bakersfield. There's a bunch of like new developments and whatnot. I see the names like the who built it, and I'm thinking, oh my god, like those are the people that I was doing stuff for. So my work is like all around Bakersfield somehow. Yeah, you're Bakersfield made man. You really have a history. If we if we want to go back and look at something that you've done here in the city, we can go through and say, hey, this is what Garrett has worked on. What are some of those things that you're most proud of? I mean, you mentioned a couple of them, but like you said a pop-up shop that you're really proud of. You're proud of like working like with architects. And what is something that you probably at that age, at 17, 18, that you would do different now? I think something I would do differently is I, I really don't know. It's really hard to say because like doing all those jobs, um, really being an architect was cool. But after a while, it was really draining. Uh, people needed uh, their designs, their product, whatever it was, like yesterday. Like they would, they were coming to me today, but they want it done, you know, as soon as possible. It's really draining. It's a lot of pressure. Um, you're getting calls at all hours of the night because an architect might be up, at, you know, on the East Coast, and you have to answer to them or whatever it is. And these construction workers, they get up real early, like 6 a.m. So sometimes. You know, I I'm a, I was up at all hours of the day, and not only that, I was working two jobs. I was working at Bucky's, and I was an architect for a while at the same time. And I was working from seven in the morning. I would wake up at six, start work at seven, and then I would be out of there, or I would be off of work at around midnight. So I was just putting in hella hours. It was really weird. Man, that's tiresome. Like, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, working one job and being like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I, 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 like, would be tired. Like, is, is that the point, though, that that was a breaking point? It was like, you know what, I really got to get my shit together. Yeah, that really was, like, the turning point because I would call, like, a few of my friends that did do photography full-time, and they all gave me the same advice, like, save up for six months, and, you know, if clients are really coming in like that, go ahead and take the leap of faith. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I saved up for a while. I took the leap of faith. And the week I, you know, I quit is the week that California shut down. So that was a fucking bummer. I had a few weddings planned, um, a few photo shoots, like, ready, lined up for that month. Really, I was booked for the whole month. And out of nowhere, just everyone was like, oh, let's reschedule. Let's see how next month is looking. And things just never got better. I mean, we're still in the pandemic and we're still out here, but... In that process, though, man, we're sitting here in your studio, the AK studio, man. Like, what? What exactly is this facility? This facility is for, one, it's for, it's not really for myself. I I really don't think I met, uh, I conveyed this message properly, but it's for other artists, other photographers, videographers to come through and to create their own content. If you want to be a YouTuber, you can be a YouTuber. You want to be a TikTok mukbanger? Go ahead, come do this over here. Like, do all that here. Don't do it in your garage anymore. I used to, basically, I was running AKA the studio out of my garage at one point uh, with a bed sheet as, as a backdrop. So 
come here there's professional gear you don't have to put up all the money i put up like i really want you guys to come use this spot that's that's really what it's for i do you know you do photo shoots here you can record here you can do whatever you need over here this is a blessing to have a place like this because i mean the, the last place i remember where you could take pictures was at like macy's or jc pennies it was like k studios i mean I'm, I'm outdating myself now but i mean we're in modern times where you can shoot but people need a place to go to, man, because you're not just going to shoot in your garage with a quilt, right? Or like some fucking backdrop. Yeah, no, I definitely had a quilt as a backdrop at one point. Uh, but you you really want a professional place to come work. Um, you're bringing your clients over. You know, the first impressions are like everything. And, to, uh, you know, have a have a sign that says my garage, my rules and it's beer time and princess parking. Yeah, it's not the way you're trying to. Whoa, what the fuck? I'm telling you, I got my parents are crazy. They, they got all kinds of random posters up there in the garage. It's, it's nuts. So like you're trying to check, probably take like a photo shoot where it's like, you know, maybe some. Some modern, like, you know, I don't know, maybe you're just doing a photo shoot and then you got, like, some sign that says Princess Parking back here. Yeah, I know exactly, exactly that. And then, like, it was in my garage, so, you know, I'd be playing music and whatnot and there doing a photo shoot. And my dad would pop up, like, in and out being like, hey, what's going on, guys? Like, just trying to see what was happening. I couldn't, I couldn't do that anymore. It was it was cool while it lasted, though, but um, I don't think my parents want that many people at the house. There's people, like, you know, they need a place to change, so they would, like, go into my house, and I couldn't have that. That's too much. Yeah, your parents were probably like, man, you got to get your own studio. You, you got to figure this out. Well, really, I didn't know what the hell. I really, in all honesty, they would let me do whatever as long as I need to, but I felt like it was the right thing to do to just, like, get a proper space to work, come come out, you know, downtown is like, downtown is like a hot spot. I, I could only have dreamed of working downtown, and when I first got, like, my architecture job, I was like, holy shit, like, I'm hustling and bustling in downtown, like, downtown traffic, downtown, you know, morning traffic and 4 o'clock downtown four o'clock is fucking nuts you're not gonna get out of here anytime soon no especially right there where all this construction is going on like on what is that like truxton right uh, yeah right now there's like construction on like truxton there's shit's going down on california so those are like the two routes home you go you go on california you take truxton to the west side parkway but those two places are jam-packed but that's the dream though man you're you're con traffic it's fucking a friday the sun is going down you're playing your fucking music. You just maybe like one of these local artists drop something. You're like, fuck. Like, yeah, you're out here. Maybe Fabian Captures dropped something that Friday. You know, I'm, Fire as fuck. I'm bumping that. That's what I'm doing on my way home. I got the windows down, the Ray-Bans on, and I'm playing it obnoxiously loud. So, Garrett, what do you do to, like, relax? I mean, you're a busy-ass guy. What do you... Because I, I, I have trouble sitting at home if a podcast is not out. Maybe there's something lurking on me like, you know what? I got to drop a podcast, but I don't ever. I, I, I tried meditation. It works sometimes. But what do you do to relax? All right. If I'm, you know, if I work and I've shot all day, uh, I'm going to go home. The first thing I'm going to do, you got to take a fucking hot ass shower. Get that grimy shit off you. Um, you're going to feel a lot better. After that, as soon as you hop out that shower, shit, heat yourself up a dab. Get some weed going. Get a beer cracked open. Like, do something. That's, that's what I'll do. It's not the best message, but 
I'll smoke weed and I'll, I'll drink a beer and I'll edit. Oh yeah, just I go home, I'll watch Netflix with my girlfriend, uh, go to the dog park, catch me at the dog park doing that stuff. Um, that's like that's like what I'll do. I'll hang out with my cats, yeah, attend my plants, you know, I'm out here gardening in my backyard, growing some tomatoes, serranos and stuff like that. That's like my meditation time. Also, I'm like on YouTube 24-7. I'm always watching like, you know, I'm listening to a podcast or something if I can't really watch it or I'm watching some random ass news article. What podcast are you listening to? The pot. Ah, uh, let's see. I'm listening to Colors We See, of course. Uh, of course, the colors we see. Uh, but you know, I I catch up to all your episodes, and I need more. You have me leaving. You have me, you know, fiending for some more. And and I'm gonna tell you why. For a matter of fact, I'm very precise with who I interview and when. I'm not just sitting here out putting like thousands of of episodes if you guys want that i mean i could do that but i try to give out quality stuff man yeah no it's really quality i like what you're doing uh, some of the podcasts i listen to would probably be i think it's called like the bad friends podcast it's like bobby lee and some guy andrew santino it's like really i, I don't know it there's a lot of character development so you just like kind of you know you grow with the characters you said that you've worked in like some odd job and you were telling me something earlier that was kind of interesting you work for gibby for iCarly. what the f okay how this happened was one of my friends foreign forest frank he is like another artist in baker so that does like a lot of cool stuff um me and him were really close at, from doing shows at jerry's and he had asked me, hey, Garrett, do you want to do you want to do like photo and video um, for a show in L.A.? And I was like, holy shit, I made it. I'm about to do a show in L.A. Like, of course. And he was like, cool. Do you know? He was like, do you remember Gibby from iCarly? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I, he, he said, like, well, here's a link. Like, he's making music now. We're going to go shoot him. He's going to be a DJ. He's going to perform. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is nuts. Like, okay, like, let's go do it. I rented a bunch of gear. Uh, we took a road trip down to L.A., stayed there for, like, two days in some hotel, um, shot a show. And it was really, it was really weird. An odd job. Why, though? I mean, was it just the fact that Gibby, like, from my car, like, he's rapping and you're used to seeing him a, a, a certain way? Yeah, well, partly that, but I know, I know in my head, like, that's not him anymore, so I didn't want to try to, you know, be like, oh, Gibby, or some shit, you know what I mean? That's what I wanted to do, of course, the whole time, but I understand that, like, you know, you probably don't even want that, or you don't want me bringing that shit up, so the only... I would say it was odd just because we were in like the dingiest venue on like Griffith Park. It shit was it was weird. It was sketchy, but I was like 16 at the time. I just had to go do whatever. Yeah, you you were just doing these odd jobs, just trying to get by, man. And in all that, what would you say the the moral of the story is? I think the moral of the story is that things are not going to go as planned and things are not going to go as expected. Uh, roll with the punches. Uh, there's going to be a lot of shit that you do that's not going to work out. I've had a million things that it, it was working for a minute, but then it just stopped out of nowhere. Maybe it was because of me. Uh, maybe I didn't work on it as hard as I should have. But I think procrastination, I, I, I heard like if if you're procrastinating on something, uh, let that be a sign that you don't want to do that shit. So just don't do it. Don't you have like such a short amount of time like in your life 
why are you going to waste it doing shit you don't want to do if you really don't want to go to school and you're only doing it for your parents or something like that like why why do that like you are playing yourself um I wanted to go to school and college and this and that for my parents, you know, and just because everyone else around me was doing it. But life is like life is a marathon and there's no there's no like like direct winners and losers. Uh, Everyone has their own time and everyone has like I promise you, like the universe will give you opportunities, but it's not going to come to your doorstep. You have to put yourself in a position to be able to get those opportunities, like put your foot in the door somewhere. I would say the final the final message is get out there, get uncomfortable. Um, If it's something you don't want to do, you don't want to work at a job, this and that. You got to pay your dues. Just like I was paying to go shoot photos. That seems great. I was paying like 40 bucks to go pay some guy to do photos for a concert. Now people are paying me decent money to go shoot them. Like the the roles have reversed now. You know, it, things are weird. Jump on every opportunity you can. And if you don't like to do it, if you're procrastinating, let that be a sign. Let that tell you that you don't have to do that shit. And really, things that you think matter really don't fucking matter. They really don't. The The world's going to keep revolving. The world's going to keep going. Keep doing what you want to do. I have always done what I've wanted to do. There's a few times where, you know, I'm working hard and this and that. Um, but I have a set goal in the in my mind. So if you have a goal, go after that goal. If shit doesn't go as planned, roll with the punches and you know get back up and just keep fucking going. Figure something else out. You have a million ideas. I have a million ideas. We don't execute all of them. So if you can just execute one or two really well, that's gonna be your best bet. That might be what you considered make it or break it. Thank you, man. I appreciate those kind words, man, because. It's very inspiring to hear you say that after all the success that you've done here in the city. I thank you for your time, man. Any last words besides what your message was? I mean, I can't, I probably can't top whatever you said, man. But any last words before you end this podcast? Yes, I have a few last words. Um, Thank you to everyone who has booked through me. Thank you to everyone who has shared my work. Uh, That really helps a lot. Yeah, you guys have no idea. Like, fucking liking, commenting, commenting. it really does help because the more someone interacts with your post or whatever, the more people are going to see it. So that really helps out. I don't know. Just fucking be yourself. Do what you want to do. I have always, always done what I've wanted to do. There's probably been like one or two times where I didn't want to do something, but I knew I had to. Uh, there's going to be some things that you just have to fucking do. Like you might have to work. You, you want to get a new camera or whatever. You got to work for it. You know, it's not going to fall on your lap. Um, go and work for shit. You have to do something. Oh, in the end, figure out something that you want to do. You're going to be doing something from, you're going to be doing something your whole life. Like, might as well try to do something. Take a risk on yourself. If you don't take a risk on yourself, you're, you're just making money for somebody else working at another job. Like, why don't you make some money for yourself? Like, why don't you, why don't you try to leave your own legacy Really, that's what, you know, the goal is to have my photos be everywhere, to leave my mark. You know, even when I die, you know, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, your pops was was an artist back in the day. And, you know, this was the guy that everyone, you know, went to. And, you know, they have my photos printed. They got my photos in a photo book or something showing their little kids or whatever it is. 
It's really what I want to happen. Just be immortalized. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I'm just bullshitting you guys. Fucking bye. Color Jose from the Colors We See podcast. Whatever you do, stay tuned.